Hare Krishna. So today is a very special day. The celebration has started in India, and it will start here tomorrow. But um, we'll speak about it now. And it is the occasion of Ram Vijay Dasami, which is the date at which Lord Ramachandra uh, was victorious over the demon Ravana. Uh, the story of Lord Rama's pastimes is told in the Ramayana. And in uh, Srimad Bhagavatam, which is the uh, topmost scripture in uh, the Vedic literature, uh, there is a summary of the Ramayana. But in brief, just to give some background, um, <laughs> uh, Lord Rama uh, actually, I can't be brief. <laughs> There's too much to tell. So I, I, I'll, I'll go straight to today's verse, and uh, in, in that context, you'll you'll come to know whatever you need to know to understand the verse and, and the, the context. So we'll sing a few prayers of invocation, and then we'll read. Vandeham Sri Guru Sri Uta Padakamalam Sri Gurun Vaishnavangstra Sri Rupam Sagrajatam Sagana Raghunatam Vitam Stam Sajivam Sadvaitam Savadutam Parijana Saitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shiradha Krishna Padang Sahagana Lavita Shri Vishakan Vitangstra Namam Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prasthaya Bhutale Shri Mate Bhakti Vedanta Swamini Namine Namaste Saraswati Deve, Aravani Pracharine, Nirvishesha Shanyavadi Paschatide Shatarine, Vanchakalpa Trubhyascha, Kripa Sindhu Vyevacha, Patitanam Pavanebhyo, Vaishnavebhyo Namo Namaha, Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda 
Bhagavatam, <clears throat> Canto 9, Chapter 10, The Pastimes of Lord Ramachandra, Text 20. I'll just read the um, translation. Save time. No, we'll read the we'll read the synonyms. Please repeat. Te, Te. all of them. them. Anikapa, the commanders of the soldiers. Ragupate, of Lord Sri Ramachandra. Abhipatya, chasing the enemy, sarve, all of them, dvandvam, fighting, varutam, the soldiers of Ravana, iba, by elephants, pati, by infantry, Rata, Rata, by chariots, chariots. Ashva, Ashva, by horses, by horses. Yodhai, Yodhai, by such warriors, warriors. Jagnu, killed, killed them, Drumai, Drumai. By, throwing big trees. by throwing big trees, Giri, Giri. by peaks of mountains, Gada, by clubs. Ishubi, by arrows. Angada Adya, all the soldiers of Lord Ramachandra, headed by Angada and others. Sita, of Mother Sita. Abhimarsha, by the anger, Hatha, had been condemned, Mangala, 
whose auspiciousness, Ravana Ishan, the followers or dependents of Ravana. Translation. Angada and the other commanders of the soldiers of, Lama, of Ramachandra faced the elephants, infantry, horses, and chariots of the enemy and hurled against them big trees, mountain peaks, clubs, and arrows. Thus the soldiers of Lord Ramachandra killed Ravana's soldiers who had lost all good fortune because Ravana had been condemned by the anger of Mother Sita. So here, to give a little background, um, Lord Ramachandra is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, uh, acting as the ideal person. Krishna acted as the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And uh, he exercised his, his freedom uh, to act uh, in ways that were pleasing for him and his devotees in their pastimes. And Krishna is called uh, Lila Purushottama, But Lord Ramachandra was acting as the ideal son, uh, husband, brother, uh, king. And so he's called Mariadam Purushottama, which means that he, he acted according to etiquette you could say. So, Lord Ramachandra uh, was to be uh, coronated as the king of Ayodhya, but on the eve of his coronation, the king, Dasarath, co-wife, whom the king had offered a boon because of some special service she had rendered to him, uh, reminded him of her uh, boon. And the king said, yes, whatever you say. So that uh, co-wife, not not Lord Rama's mother, Koshalya, but another of the king's wives named Kaikei, she asked that Ravana, excuse me, that Rama be banished to the forest for 14 years and that her son, Bharat, uh, become the ruler become the king. 
when the king, Dasrath, heard this, uh, he, he did, as she requested, uh, because of the great value of his word. Uh, it was said of, that one can, you know, give up one's head, but one cannot give up one's word. And shortly thereafter, he died from the shock. So Lord Ramachandra prepared to uh, to go into the forest in exile. And uh, his wife Sita said, uh, you know, I, I will, I will go with you. And Lord Ramachandra said, no, you can't come with me. You're, you're the daughter of, of a king. She was, uh, you, you can't live in the forest. Uh, you should stay back. But she said, no, I, I will go with you. And Lakshman, Lord Rama's next brother, said he wanted to come too. And uh, Lord Rama agreed for him to come as well. So they went into the forest. And while in the forest, Ravana, who was a demon, uh, kidnapped Sita and took her to his capital city, his kingdom of Lanka. And uh, so thereafter, Lord Ramachandra uh, <laughs> there are many details, but in brief, he, he prepared to go to Lanka to uh, to to kill the demon Ravana and get back Sita. And along the way, he made some alliances with uh, some monkeys in in the jungle. They're not the uh, typical monkeys that we find in zoos nowadays, but they were. They were devotees, they were elevated souls, but they were in the bodies of monkeys, monkey-like. So this verse um, is uh, approaching the climax of the whole uh, project to get back Sita and, uh, and kill Ravana. So I'll read the translation again and then the purport. Angada and the other commanders of the soldiers of Ramachandra faced the elephants, infantry, horses, and chariots of the enemy and hurled against them big trees, mountain peaks, clubs, and arrows. Thus the soldiers of Lord Ramachandra killed Ravana's soldiers who had lost all good fortune because Ravana had been condemned by the anger of Mother Sita. 
purport by Srila Prabhupada. The soldiers Lord Ramachandra recruited in the jungle were all monkeys and did not have proper equipment with which to fight the soldiers of Ravana. For Ravana's soldiers were equipped with weapons of modern warfare, whereas the monkeys could only throw stones, mountain peaks, and trees. It was only Lord Ramachandra and Lakshman who shot some arrows. But because the soldiers of Ravana were condemned by the curse of Mother Sita, the monkeys were able to kill them simply by throwing stones and trees. There are two kinds of strength, daiva and prusakara. Daiva refers to strength achieved from the transcendence. And purushakara refers to the strength organized by one's own intelligence and power. Transcendental power is always superior to the power of the materialist. Depending on the mercy of the Supreme Lord, one must fight one's enemies, even though one may not be equipped with modern weapons. Therefore, Krishna instructed Arjuna, Mam Anusmara Yudhyacha, think of me and fight. We should fight our enemy to the best of our ability, but for victory, we must depend on the mercy of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. So, there are two ways in which this uh, war can be seen. One is uh, the external wars that we have to fight with different enemies. And the other is the internal war that we have to fight with our internal enemies. Ravana is the personification of lust and with lust envy. And that demon, <laughs> uh, lust with envy, is there within us. And to, to fight that enemy and vanquish that enemy, we need the uh, uh, Strength derived from transcendence. And we also may have external enemies. But the same principle applies. We can be victorious by 
the strength that comes from transcendence. We had external enemies in Juhu, Bombay, led by the demon Mr. Nair. Srila Prabhupada called him the demon Mr. Nair. I'm not making it up. And uh, his his cohorts, his associates. One evening, Srila Prabhupada was uh, sitting on the uh, rooftops of one of the old buildings that were at the back of the land. Uh, and his disciple Haridas was, uh, you know, fanning him. At seven o'clock, Srila Prabhupada said to Haridas, do you hear that? Haridas said, no, hear what? And Prabhupada said, do do you hear the sounds of kirtan in the temple? And Haridas said, no, I don't. And Srila Prabhupada said, that's the point. There is no sound of kirtan coming from the temple. (laughs) Where are all the devotees? So Haridas imagined that, and he answered, that they must have gone to the city to collect and they they hadn't gotten back. And Srila Prabhupada said, that was not my idea, that the devotees should go out all day and collect and and come back late. So they should leave the city at five and come back and uh, join in the temple program. Otherwise, they'll become like karmis or materialists. Then Srila Prabhupada said, Do you know why we were successful and Mr. Nair wasn't? Mr. Nair was very influential. He had been the sheriff of Bombay. He owned the Free Press Journal, which was one of uh, three English daily newspapers in Bombay. He had a lot of money and a lot of friends in high places and a lot of uh, influence. And we didn't have any money and we didn't have any friends in high places. We didn't have any influence. But still, we were successful, and he was not. Why? Well, Haridas didn't answer, and Srila Prabhupada himself gave the answer. Because we were working to please Krishna. 
for, for Krishna's sake. And he was working uh, for his own sake. So Srila Prabhupada said, we're successful because of Krishna's pleasure. And then he came back to that point. So Krishna will be pleased if we come back and chant in front of the deities. But within that instruction, he made the this, this same point, that even though someone, an enemy, may be more powerful than we are materially, but we can still be successful uh, by the mercy of the Lord. As Srila Prabhupada quoted, Mam Anusmara Yudhya Think of me and fight. So we fight our enemy to the best of our ability, but for victory we must depend on the mercy of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And Srila Prabhupada was successful by the mercy of the Supreme Personality of Godhead and his his efforts. But he didn't have a lot of help. I mean, he had us. Uh, but as Srila Prabhupada himself said, uh, he he compared himself to Lord Ramachandra. And he compared the Western countries, uh, such as America, to Ravana. Uh, because Ravana possessed great wealth, and he, he kidnapped Sita, who is Lakshmi, the, the, the goddess of fortune. So Srila Prabhupada was saying that the Western world's the Western world is like uh, Ravana, who had a possession of Sita or Lakshmi and great wealth, and just as as Rama crossed the ocean to get to Lanka, Srila Prabhupada had crossed the ocean to come to America. And just as Rama was assisted by so many monkeys, Srila Prabhupada had been assisted by us. So we are <laughs> we are certified monkeys. But that's glorious because we're we're monkeys in Srila Prabhupada's army. So, um, so yes, coming to the internal Ravana, lust and and envy. So we can vanquish that enemy uh, by the same process by uh, by divine power, and that comes uh, by our. Uh, strong spiritual practices, especially chanting the holy names, uh, getting up early in the morning. Uh, our god brother 
in Gainesville, Florida, Kalakanta Das. He often says that the most important advice he can give anyone for their spiritual life is to take rest early. Because if they take rest early, they can get up early. And then their spiritual practices have added value. Um, I don't always take rest early, but I do get up early. Of course, I do have the luxury, you could say, of being able to take a nap. But the idea is to get up early. And the early hours, beginning say an hour and 32 minutes before sunrise, called Brahma Muhurta, are very auspicious for spiritual practices. And Srila Prabhupada uh, established our temple program to begin at 4.30 in the morning with Mangalarti so that we could uh, you know, take advantage of those early hours. And uh, in other traditions, in, in pretty much every tradition has its esoteric uh, section. You know, most people, they're just like conventional religionists. They go and pray. They're pretty much on the material platform. Uh, but even in... Um, yeah, in Christianity, in Islam, in, in Judaism, there are, you could say, esoteric traditions, and all of the, all of those uh, emphasize rising early in the morning before sunrise. I in in Bombay, I made friends with some Muslims. And they used to come to the Juhu Temple uh, before Mangalarti to pray. And they said in their tradition, Allah hears the prayers that are offered before sunrise more than he hears the prayers offered after sunrise. So that's a, a, a common uh, feature. And right now, <laughs> we are really lucky in Dallas because sunrise is so late. <laughs> it's like 7.30. So we can get in a lot of chanting before sunrise without even getting up at four. So that's, uh, you know, that's a very important part of our practice. And, uh, and as Vaisheshika Prabhu says, the, um, our preaching, you know, our, our book distribution, our, our preaching, 
should be the overflow from the ecstasy or bliss we feel from our morning spiritual practices. Um, And that is a very good, powerful combination. And um, and as His Holiness Spirit Hari Swami often says, it works the other way too. Yes, that our our strong sadhana enhances our preaching, but our preaching also enhances our sadhana because they 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 work together, and they're both meant to please Krishna. Srila Prabhupada and Krishna. So, uh, so that critical moment at which Lord Ramachandra killed Ravana, that's the celebration of Rambhijai Dasami. And that moment is described in one of the most beautiful verses in Srimad Bhagavatam. Not exactly from this section, but I'll read it. Uh, just the translation, because it's it's so wonderful. This is Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 2, Chapter 7, Scheduled Incarnations. Text 25. When Ravana was engaged in the battle... The trunk of the elephant, which carried the king of heaven, Indra, broke in pieces, having collided with the chest of Ravana. And just imagine how powerful he was. So, I'll read that again. When Ravana was engaged in the battle, the trunk of the elephant, which carried the king of heaven, Indra, broke in pieces, having collided with the chest of Ravana, and the scattered broken parts illuminated all directions. Ravana, therefore, felt proud of his prowess and began to loiter in the midst of the fighting soldiers, thinking himself the conqueror of all directions. But his laughter, overtaken by joy, along with his very air of life, suddenly ceased with the tingling sound of the bow of Ramachandra, the personality of Godhead. And purport by Srila Prabhupada is, it's, it's just one sentence, but it's very deep. However powerful a living being may be, when he is condemned by God, no one can save him. And similarly, however weak one may be, if he is protected by the Lord, no one can annihilate him. It said, Krishna mare rake ke, Krishna rake mare ke. 
if Krishna wants to kill you, who can protect you? And if Krishna wants to protect you, who can kill you? So, Lord Ramchandra Bhagavan ki jai, Sri Ramvijay Dasami ki jai. So, of course, we uh, do chant the holy name of Ram every day in the Maha Mantra. That Rama can mean Krishna, Radharaman. It can mean Lord Balaram, Rama. It can also mean Lord Ramachandra. So are there any questions or comments? All right, well, we have uh, finished with one minute to spare. So who is our MC here? Or what comes next? Oh, Raja, you want to say something? Um, Nityananda Prabhu was saying about how today's a day to give a prayer for spiritual service, like what service you would like to have in this lifetime or in future lifetimes on, on Dashara, I think, is today. Um, how do we go about picking something like that when it's such a big... Right, yes, today is Dasera, but what was your question? Yeah, he was he was saying about how today's the day you can pick a spiritual service that you would like to be engaged in and pray to Krishna to give you that service, and he'll give you that service, whether it's to see Krishna face-to-face or, or serve the movement in some significant way or even in a small way for your own life, your own spiritual practice. Today's a day to like make a prayer to Krishna and then get some some power to do that that service in the future. And I was wondering how you can pick that service when it's such an arbitrary kind oh. of idea. Uh, who, who told you that if you pray that? It's an honor. We had a yagya outside in the afternoon. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. That's good. Well, what service do you want to do? <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure. That's why I thought you would be able to help. <laughs> That has to come from you. I mean, there was a, a devotee uh, during Srila Prabhupada's time, and he saw so many devotees had different services they were doing for Srila Prabhupada. He didn't have any specific service he was doing for Srila Prabhupada. And so he asked Srila Prabhupada, you know, to give him some service. And Srila Prabhupada said, I will not give you the service. You have to think yourself, what service do you want to offer? And he thought and he saw, you know, that that devotees had clay madangas, which were very good, very sweet, but they would break. It wasn't that easy to transport them. And so he came up with the idea of making Balaram madangas because, yeah, Srila Prabhupada asked him to think of a service that he would like to so, I won't ask you to tell us now, but you should think of what service you want to do. That desire has to come from inside of you. Of course, sometimes we might have difficulty finding that 
within ourselves because of our um, coverings. But knowing what service to offer forces us to come to a higher level. Like it said that um, a, a third class disciple, well, the way Srila Prabhupada put it, you know, the spiritual master will give him an instruction and he'll say, yes, I'll do it. And then halfway out the door, what was it that Guru Maharaj wanted me to do? <laughs> um, second class disciple will receive an instruction from the Guru and execute it perfectly. A first-class disciple will know what the guru wants, even without the guru telling him, and he will do it. So, um, at the um, Mayapur Festival in 1972, um, I, I had come from Madras, where I'd uh, been preaching very successfully and arranged a, a nice program for Srila Prabhupada in Madras. And um, so I, yeah, I went in his room, that, like, that grass hut that's there, if you've ever been towards the entrance. And Srila Prabhupada said, uh, during the British rule, there were three provinces, Bombay, Calcutta, and Madras. So which do you want? I said, Srila uh, Prabhupada, you know, I'll do whatever you want me to do. Just tell me where you want me to go and what you want me to do, and I'll do it. And he said, uh, no, I want you to decide. So I thought about it, and I considered he was, like, you know, forcing me to come to a higher level where I could, like, understand what he wanted or what Krishna wanted. So from Calcutta we went, sorry, from Mayapur we went to Calcutta. And, uh, you know, I would, I would chant my rounds in front of the deities, Radha Govind, and pray for some answer, but no answer was coming. So finally, <laughs> I thought I'll trick Srila Prabhupada <laughs> into disclosing what he wants. So I went into his room and I said, Srila uh, Prabhupada, I was thinking the best thing would be for me to go back to Madras and I gave the reasons. 
and uh, in a completely neutral tone, without any change of facial expression, he said, uh, yes, you can do that. And then I said, but then again, I was thinking I should go to Bombay, and I gave the reasons for that. And again, no change of expression, no change of tone of voice. Yes, you can do that. (laughs) So by then I was, I was getting this, I had the sinking feeling that this wasn't going to (laughs) work. But I'd already invested in it, so I thought I'll follow it through. I said, but then again I was thinking I could stay here in Calcutta, and then I gave the reasons for that. And he said, yes, you can do that. (laughs) Exactly the same. So, um, I was happy, actually, that I couldn't trick Srila Prabhupada, and so I went back to my chanting and praying. And meanwhile, Srila Prabhupada uh, left Calcutta and went to Bombay. And I don't know, suddenly one day I got an insight that I should go to Bombay. That Bombay was our head office and um, the main program in India then was making life members. And um, if we took good care of the members, they would help us make more members. And at one stage, Srila Prabhupada said, if you just give me three life members a day, I'll do everything else. Um, yeah. So then I... Yeah, I, I wrote Srila Prabhupada, my idea to come to Bombay, and he, he said, yes, come immediately. So, and as they say, the rest is history, but I don't think I should say that. But. So, um, so that's like a, a, a higher level to, to, um, on one's own, be able to think of a service that one wants to render, uh, to, to, to serve the mission and to please Guru and Krishna. Um, but you can also consult. I mean, that's also allowed. Uh, but you want to take advantage of today, right? You want to <laughs> you want to take advantage of today, so you want to make that prayer today. Um, well, I guess you have to pray to know what prayer to offer. I mean, yeah, there's still time. There's going to be kirtan. You might get some insight in the kirtan. Or, um, but yeah. But, you know, God willing, you live for many Ram Vijay Dasamis. 
So you can make one prayer this time, make another one next, you know, if you think of something else, do it the next time around and you'll be okay. Okay. Any other questions or comments? All right. Thank you very much. Hare Krishna. Hare Rama.